Hello there, and welcome to the Wondertooth Podcast with Dr. Saad. This will be our weekly episode. I hope you are keeping well and safe and that you are having your best year ever. This is Dr. Saad, the founder of Dent Blanche Dental, the best luxury dental spa in the U.S., and she will be your host. Dr. Saad will take you to the secrets and wonders of having an incredible smile, as well as healthy teeth and an overall health. She will give you some tips to make sure our podcast is rocking and rolling. Let's go, baby. Hello, hello, and welcome to our new episode of the Wonder Tooth Podcast. Um, I am Dr. Saad. I am a cosmetic general dentist, and I have been doing dentistry for like probably at least 20 years. So today we're going to talk about um, a not very nice uh, subject, but it's a very important subject, which is, can a tooth infection be deadly? Yes, it can. We were all really shocked a couple of weeks ago by uh, the passing of the ex-NFL player, uh, Mike Williams. Uh, He was 36 years old, a big guy, a famous guy um, who actually died from an infection caused by a tooth or a bunch of broken teeth. How can that be possible? I keep telling patients all the time, please, please, if you have a tooth that's, you know, broken or we have a problem, get that tooth out or have it treated. If you're not planning to have that tooth treated, right away or in the next probably couple of weeks, which I understand there are like a financial part, there are like timed part, get that tooth out of your body. But how can a tooth, just a tiny small tooth, be deadly? Today we're going to talk about how can uh, dental infections cause harmful, um, the bacteria, cause the harmful bacteria to get into your bloodstream and actually cause death. So what are really, um, what can cause a dental infection? First of all, we have few factors. The first one would be a cavity, a small cavity. When you, st- you know, when you start to get a small hole in your tooth and you feel like the food is getting stuck in there or you, you're trying to floss and you cannot get the food between your teeth, please go to see your dentist. This means that we have some tooth problem, we have some cavities going on. Also, if you start to get um, some sensitivity with hot and cold that you didn't have before, or um, anything that you can feel like, okay, you're getting bad breath, please go to see your dentist. But today we're going to discuss a few of those factors. The first one, really the most important one, is the cavities. Cavities, believe it or not, is the first, is number one disease Worldwide, not heart, not, not heart disease, not um, cancer, not Alzheimer. It's actually cavities, tooth decay. Tooth decay is number one disease worldwide, and it's actually a disease. It's not like oh, I just have a tiny hole in my mouth. It's a, it's a disease. It's a disease that's gonna affect your overall health, not just your mouth. So, a cavity. Why is it? What can? Why why it can be deadly? Because as you know, the tooth has three little tiny structures in them. The top part, the covering part, the shield, is called the enamel. Then underneath that shield comes the dentin, which is a little softer. So the enamel is mostly made of 
inorganic material, which means it's kind of hard. It's like a bone, but it's actually harder than a bone, believe it or not. So for the bacteria to penetrate through that, it's very hard, unless you give them the chance by, you know, not flossing every day, not brushing every day, or if some people, they have some um, defect, like genetic defect, like they have deep grooves that were never sealed long time ago, or, um, you know, they have a tiny little um, pit in the tooth. So the bacteria can literally go through those tiny little grooves that you see on, you know, the biting surfaces of your teeth can get to the, the dentin, which is the layer underneath it, which is a little softer than, than enamel. So the dentin has the nerve endings. And if the bacteria gets into that area, this is where we need, really need to do a filling now. Once it, it crosses that little line between the enamel and the dentin, that's it. The tooth has to be fixed. If it's still in the outer layer of the tooth in the enamel, sometimes, you know, it can remineralize back, you know, you take care of it, we can keep, you know, an eye on it for like years. But once it crosses that tiny little line between the enamel and the dentin, then we really have to fix that. And that, that can only be seen by going to the dentist and also by taking a little x-ray because sometimes there are like hidden cavities between the teeth. They're very um, sneaky. Those cavities can be very, very sneaky. They get in between the teeth. You cannot see them unless you bite something a little hard and then, boom, you have a little cavity. So first of all, the cavities. Once it gets to the dentin, then, okay, life is good now for the bacteria and they just keep going now to the nerve. Now, it's a small, tiny nerve with nutrients and blood vessels that are inside that little tooth. But... On the bottom of that root, that nerve is connected to the main nerve and the main source of nutrition, which is the big nerve. And this is where problems really start to happen. So first of all, let's go back. Bacteria gets into the enamel. They seep into the enamel, kind of sneak in, get to the dentin. We're not brushing, we're not flossing properly or not, you know, the right way or not enough. Then they get in, get to the pulp or the nerve, start to get a problem in there, and then the problem starts to go under the root where the big nerve is. Now, all the nerves are connected. The whole body is connected. So number one now, big factor, is a tooth decay or a cavity. Then the second very important factor is, believe it or not, gum disease. Gum disease or what we call periodontitis, which is irreversible. And this is when we start to see bone loss, gum receding, bleeding, and pain, and discomfort. And this is when a lot of patients, they come and say, I don't know, my gum is coming down. I don't know what's going on. Well, do you floss? Do you brush? Do you take care of your teeth? And sometimes it could be with age two. You know, the gum and the bone, they start to recede, but it doesn't mean that you have periodontitis. Periodontitis, it's going to happen when you are not really taking care between the teeth. Between the teeth. Pockets start to happen. And pockets, it's literally like a tiny little pocket, you know, between the, the part of the root, the, ex, the exterior of the root and the bone. And this is where bacteria sneak in and they go further down, they multiply, and then they cause an infection. The bigger problem is the type of bacteria that live in the, those deep, deep pockets, they're very aggressive. 
They're called anaerobes. They don't live in the air. So they're very, very aggressive. And I always tell the patient, it's like, you know, when you are in the ocean, you have those beautiful fish on the outer surface, oh, the colorful one, oh, I love to see them. Then if you go in the very deep, uh, down in the deep sea, this is when you see the really scary big fish. And these are the big scary fish. We don't want to see them, we don't want to deal with them, but these are the ones who live really deep down in those pockets. And they're very aggressive and they can cause a lot of big problems actually linked to heart disease, to diabetes, to preload term birth, and even to um, COVID at one point. So we spoke first about the tooth decay. Second, it's the gum disease. So if your gums are bleeding and you have pockets, that's a disease guy. Just like when you have high blood pressure, just like when you have um, uh, high blood sugar diabetes, this is a disease. It's not like, oh, my, just my gums are a little bit inflamed. It's just bleeding. Oh, it's okay. I got this. It doesn't matter. It does matter because everything is linked in your body and it can cause, you know, some, God forbid, some serious consequences. Then the third big factor is actually a dental trauma. For example, you're walking, you fall over your face, you, broke, you, 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 you break your front tooth. Now, the nerve is exposed. Half of the tooth is gone, the nerve is exposed. It might be a little, you know, uncomfortable for like a day or two, and then you forget about it. Oh, you don't care about the looks. It doesn't matter. But believe it or not, that nerve starts to die. So you have a dead nerve in your body. And remember when I said that tiny little nerve is connected to the main nerve, and this is when big problems start to happen because the bacteria goes in and then it starts to affect that uh, part under the root. So dental trauma, and I believe this is kind of what happened to um, the ex-NFL player. He had uh, a trauma during construction, but he probably, they said that he had some teeth problem to begin with. So it kind of made things flaring out. The bacteria just went too bad and they just went, you know, unfortunately, he lost his life due to that. Then also a big factor is poor oral hygiene. And poor oral hygiene is, you know, not brushing enough, not brushing properly or regularly, and not flossing, and not taking good care of your mouth and your teeth in general. How do you do that? Please get a soft toothbrush, and I'm saying soft. Don't get a medium, don't get a hard. We're not here to scrub the teeth. We're here to clean the teeth. Brush twice a day, two minutes each. You watch TV, you playing on your phone, you are working out, please give it two minutes twice a day. I need only, we need four minutes. Your poor teeth, they, we need four minutes of your, of your daily routine to get them clean. So we're going to brush twice a day, and we're going to floss at night. Very important to floss at night. Not in the morning, at night. If you want to do an extra flossing in the morning, sure, why not? But please take good care of your teeth. Then, the big one now is, if you have already an immune, uh, a compromised immune system, which means you already have medical problems to begin with, so you are really at a higher risk now of getting any infection, not just a tooth infection, but in general, like, um, like a, a nail infection, like uh, a toe infection. For example, people who are taking chemotherapy, 
they are at a higher risk of getting adenal infection. Uh, people who have autoimmune disease too, that are, they are, some of them are at a higher risk of getting um, adenal infection or an infection. People actually who are taking steroids for longer periods of time, they are at a higher risk of getting uh, an infection because it kind of suppresses their immune system. So guys, make sure, please, to take care of your whole body in general. And also, believe it or not, dry mouth. Dry mouth can cause infection because your saliva has a lot of immunoglobin and like a lot of uh, self-defense mechanism. But then when your mouth is dry because you're not drinking enough water or you are taking so many medications, um, they have side effects. Then your saliva is, is less. You don't have those immunoglobulins. And then plaque and bacteria, they love it because now they can just go and stick on your teeth. You know, after you brush your teeth, give it like half an hour after and try to put your nail on your teeth. You're going to find like a little white film. This is called the biofilm. It's plaque, it's bacteria, it's food debris, and they're sitting on your teeth. And if you leave uh, a dry mouth environment there, so they come and they stick on your teeth. So dry mouth, it's a very, very, very big problem in general for, for us as a dentist and for dental patients, especially if you are taking a lot of medications or if you're not drinking enough water. Then what happened after? So they stick on your teeth. Then we get a lot of food uh, infection. Uh, we get a lot of gum problems and a lot of infection. Your body is unfortunately at a higher risk now of getting an infection in your mouth because of the food debris that's getting stuck. And you don't even know. You think I'm doing a good job. Well, unfortunately, we have to do much more. Maybe fluoride rinse can, can help with that. Uh, warm salt, salt water rinse, flossing. Get a thicker floss. If you feel that um, you have spaces between your teeth and you cannot get in there, get a thicker floss. Some of them are super floss. You can use that. Also, um, any invasive dental procedures, for example, an extraction. An extraction, if it's done when um, you already are taking certain specific medications and if you don't tell your dentist about it, that can be a really big problem. Some of those medications are um, some of the medications for osteoporosis. You really have to tell your dentist about all the medications you guys are taking. I had a patient once, um, we did an implant. I always check, you know, do you take any um, medications, blah, blah, blah. No, everything is good. One week after we, put, we placed that implant in, he started a, 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 a medical um, regimen. He didn't tell me. So the implant didn't stay. I mean, he came back and we took it and then we cleaned it and then we grafted the area, we put it back. But all of this could have been saved if they would just told me, okay, this is what's going on. I'm going next week. I'm going to start a new uh, medication. Even if you think it's not relevant, please tell your dentist, please, because it can be relevant for them. The type of anesthetic that they're going to use, the type of dental procedure they're going to do, please tell your dentist. So, as I said, an invasive dental procedure, pulling a tooth, for example, and you are taking certain medications and you think, oh, it's not, it's okay, they don't really need to know that, it's personal, it's private. Sometimes I have patients, they come to me and say, 
yeah, I take some medications, but I, it's, it's not important. No, no, it is. I need to know. I need to know the whole thing because you guys, I mean, this is why I went to dental school for, because I need to help you here. I, I cannot help you if you don't tell me what medications you are already taking. So um, an invasive dental procedure can be a big problem. Then, believe it or not, an ill-fitted dental appliance, which means an ill-fitted partial denture or a complete denture. So I'm talking about the removable ones now. So that removable one, you know, the friction, um, removing it, putting it back can sometimes affect the gums and the bone that's supporting the teeth. That's why we usually like to um, put something that's more fixed in the mouth, something that's not going to cause irritation. So sometimes, you know, um, removing them, putting them back in, and then um, now there is a space underneath them because, you know what, when you start to use them for a little bit of time, the bone underneath them, the supporting structures start to actually shrink. It's part of aging, so the, it shrinks. And then now you have a gap. You have a space between the bottom or the inside part of that partial or the denture and your natural teeth. That gap collects food, then it starts to put pressure on the supporting teeth, we call them the abutment, and then we have gum problem, then the teeth becomes loose, then okay, now we're getting an infection. Do you see what, what's, what's going on? It's a whole like circle. If you have a partial denture, and this is for all people who have, you know, partial denture or dentures, and they are not fitting properly. They are loose, trying to put tons of glue, and they are still loose. It's time to go see your dentist. It's time probably for a new partial or a reline. So a reline means we can add more material on the inside. But sometimes if the partial or the denture is old enough, just get a new one. Have that one as a backup after they reline it. Please, this is very important. Then also, smoking. Smoking is a pretty um, a big enemy for us as dentists. And why is that? Because smoking, unfortunately, it masks the fact that you have an infection or a gum problem. And why is that? Because it, you know, your body tells you, I have um, a gum problem by bleeding. You brush, you floss, and then it starts to bleed. So the smoking, it constricts the blood vessels in your gums, in, well, in general, but in, in like totally your blood vessels in general in your body. And then um, the gums start to become more fibrotic, like thicker. And then even if you brush, you don't see bleeding and you are at a higher risk of getting more uh, plaque and calculus buildup. Um, you know that little uh, rough thing that you see on the inside of your bottom teeth sometimes and you feel like, oh, something is rough in there. Well, this is gum disease going on. This is calculus. And they build up not just on the top part of the tooth, but they go also, they go under the gum lines. And when you smoke, you don't see bleeding and you think I'm good and you don't go to the dentist for like a couple of years, five years, 10 years, because, you know, everything is good. But you, you go to the dentist and then they take an x-ray and that's also why very important to take x-rays, guys. Some patients, they don't want x-rays. Please try to take one x like at least an x-ray, um, you know, a year, once a year. Have some x-rays taken so that we can check what's going on. 
you go to the dentist and you're shocked because now you have, okay, some teeth that needs to be pulled, but they don't hurt you. Well, yes, but this is unfortunately one of the big, big uh, consequences of smoking. And also, the big one is systemic diseases, which means diabetes. Diabetes, as I said, is a really big one. Unfortunately, when the blood sugar is high, you are at a higher risk of having an infection. Uh, mostly in your teeth, in your gums, not the teeth actually, it's the actual gums, the supporting structure, but also like in your hands, in any extremities too. You are at a very high risk. And Believe it or not, sometimes, um, I actually just had a patient last week. He said, my, my blood sugar is, is high. I don't know why. And um, I'm taking the medicine. I'm doing everything. And I'm looking in his mouth. And I said, well, you have gum disease. And he goes, what? So he's a new patient. He didn't know that. He goes, but I, I didn't know that. And I said, yes, but unfortunately, gum disease can cause your blood sugar to go high. So now we spoke about few uh, factors that can lead to an infection. One, number one, do you remember that? If you just leave today with that, with, you know, from the podcast, number one disease worldwide is dental decay. So dental decay is number one factor for causing an infection. Number two is gum disease or periodontitis, irreversible. Irreversible gum disease, it's a big one. Three, dental trauma. Uh, you, break, you break your tooth somehow, you hit it with the fork, the, tar, you know, the tooth starts to become discolored, and you don't know what's going on. Ah, it's fine. It's not fine. The tooth is trying to tell you there is a problem, or if you actually break the tooth in half, please have that tooth out. Or if you had decay for so long, and now the tooth is gone, and you have roots in your mouth, please have these roots out. They're not sitting there doing nothing. They're just, it's like a little bomb waiting to explode at any time. Then number four, it's poor oral hygiene. If we are not really taking good care, remember, brush twice a day. Give me four minutes of your life on a daily basis. Give us four minutes. You owe this to your body. You owe this to your mouth and to your, your teeth. Four minutes, this is all we need. And then also, if you have a compromised immune system, let's say you just had a, a big surgery done, you are at a higher risk. That's why they usually put you on some antibiotic, and they tell you, you know, you have to take care of your body, you know, eat healthy, drink healthy. Also, um, dental appliances that are not fitting properly, like dentures, you know, complete denture, partial, sometimes even um, um, braces. If that metal... Um, you know, that wire that they have sometimes start to cut somewhere, you have to tell your orthodontist so that they can cover it or cut it short for you. And a big one is dry mouth. Dry mouth from, um, you know, not drinking enough water or uh, from um, side effects of certain medications. What do you do with dry mouth? You have to sip, you know, you know, uh, you know little sips of water here and there. Um, there is also biotin products. I'm not affiliated with anybody, but biotin actually helps a lot. Um, they're over the counter. They have toothpaste. They have um, mouthwash. They have lozenges. You can use them. They kind of lubricate your tissues. You can also talk to your um, medical doctor about, you know, the side effects. Maybe they can switch, you know, your medicine with something else. 
um, also smoking. Smoking, it's a, it's a big one because, as I said, it kind of masks uh, the inflammation of um, whatever inflammation is going on in your mouth. So it impairs your oral health and you are at a higher risk. Um, you're more susceptible to have a dental infection. And systemic disease like, you know, high blood sugar, diabetes. So please, please make sure you address all of these. Now, how can, can we fix a dental infection? For example, first of all, I had a patient two weeks ago coming to me with a swollen face, literally a swollen face. He, was t- he went to the emergency, to the urgent care. He's a new patient, went to the urgent care, and they gave him some antibiotics. And then he, they said, go to see a dentist, came to us, swollen face, big swelling, but it was localized. So first line of defense is going to be taking some antibiotics. We cannot do anything unless your body is under control or the infection is under control. If we try to um, basically uh, fix the problem, first of all, you're not going to get numb. You have to understand that. If you want to get, get me a root canal right now, you're not going to get numb because um, the acidity of the infection is actually going to be neutral. It's going to neutralize the, the, uh, the anesthetic. So please take some antibiotic. Then, as I said, treatment. If, you're gonna, if you are planning to fix that tooth, get it done within two weeks. Don't wait for two years. Oh, it's not hurting me now. It's fine now. Oh, it's okay. I can wait. I can wait. It's fine. It's not urgent now. I have work to do. Oh my God, I'm going to miss work. Okay. Would you rather miss work for a day to get that tooth fixed or go and, you know, stay at the emergency for like a week fighting for your life? And I really mean it now. I really mean it. Please, if you have a tooth problem, get it fixed. If and, and I'm saying get it fixed by, okay, if you have an infection in the nerve, okay, root canal is a good option for you, or have the tooth pulled. The tooth can be pulled. This is still, you know, it's still a viable um, um, solution. But please don't walk around or live around with broken teeth in your jaw. This is the last thing you want to do to your body. And remember, the nerves are dead, and basically you have like, little dead things in your jaw waiting to explode at any point, okay? So first antibiotic, then some dental treatment, whether we're going to do a root canal or for the gum disease, we're not going to do a root canal, obviously. We're going to do a cleaning, scraping, cleaning the gums. That's called deep cleaning, not a regular cleaning because some patients, they say, my insurance doesn't cover deep cleaning. I'm not going to get it done. What are we supposed to do? Guys, Take care of your own body, own your body. The insurance is not going to tell you do this, do that. You need deep cleaning because you have a gum problem because if you don't do it, then we're going to have a big problem down the... Please, please get your teeth fixed. Take care of your body, okay? So this is how we fix gum disease. If we have um, a partial denture or uh, a wire from orthodox, get that fixed. Denture, get a new one or get that realigned, which basically means... We add more material so that it fits properly. If you have a cavity, get that fixed. Get a, get a filling in it. Don't wait until it becomes a bigger problem and then it needs a root canal. Do you get me there? Then 
What comes after that? For, do you remember that patient who came to me two weeks ago with the swollen face? Well, I cannot even do anything. So this is when we do an incision and drainage, which is not fun, but it has to be done, which basically means I go on the side, we open a tiny little opening in basically in the cheek side, and we drain the pus. And then we have to put a little drainage there and then give it like a week or something until the antibiotic is totally kicking in. Then we go and fix the tooth, do a root canal, or even pull the tooth after. But we have to get rid of the infection. And why does that infection happen? This is the part that a lot of patients don't understand. In your head, or between the muscles in your body, you have spaces, little tiny spaces. You know you have uh, the sinuses in your head to make your... Uh, your head lighter, kind of to maintain your equilibrium. Between your muscles, that are, there are little spaces in there, and these are the spaces where the pus start to accumulate. So let's say there is an infection in the tooth or under the tooth, and you start to get a little bubble, and now the infection is so much, and the bacteria is so aggressive that there is a lot of pus now. The pus needs a way to go to. So one of two things. One, if it becomes acute, then the pus starts to go in between those spaces and fill those spaces between your muscles. It's, it's inside your body, filling the spaces between your muscles, and this is when you come to us with the big abscess or cellulitis. And why do we really get scared of this? Because there is a, usually the veins of your whole body, you have a little valve. A protection, a self-defense, self-mechanism of your body. Okay, I have a valve and the blood is not gonna is gonna go only in one direction. Unfortunately, in your head you have one spe one specific vein that has no valve. So believe it or not, the infection can get to that vein and then go to your brain to go to the cavernous sinus, which is in the brain, and this is when things become out of control totally out of control. Cavernous sinus infection can cause death right away. Antibiotics sometimes they don't help, especially, and this is another big one, if you start to take antibiotics, please finish the whole course. Don't take uh, antibiotic for two days and then I'm good now and then you keep the rest. I'm, I don't like to take medications. I'm fine. My body's good. Then you, your body starts to build resistance now. Your, the bacteria, they become much more resistant now to the antibiotics. So please, please, please get that fixed. Don't wait on the tooth until things become out of whack. Please. Okay? Then pain management, which is, you know, um, you give some um, NSAID, which is some ibuprofen, some Tylenol. Some patients too cannot take this or that. So you also have to tell your dentist what medications you are taking. And Believe it or not, for gums, warm salt water helps a lot. And in general, really, just take care of your mouth. You know, remember, I need four minutes of your daily life, please. Four minutes, brush your teeth, two minutes in the morning, two minutes at night. And floss, don't forget the floss too. And if you have a problem, you still have to go back. Like, you come today for... Um, a dental emergency, I have an abscess, we give you the antibiotic, you're supposed to come back, and then, okay, the patient is rescheduling a month from now, six months from now. Oh, the patient is not scheduling at all. 
This is not really for us, this is for you. This is to take care of you. And you also have to do your six-month checkup. And this is also why it's very important to have x-rays taken. Because how can we tell? How can we as dentists tell if there is an infection? Sometimes I had a patient two weeks, two days ago. Big guy, firefighter, very strong. And he has very low pain pressure. Like he is a big guy and he is really tough, very tough. And I'm looking at the x-ray and I'm like, oh my God. You have an infection here. It's like nothing is hurting me. Well, you have an infection. And I, I was like, okay, well, we need to do a root canal now. And we start the root canal. The nerve is dead. There is n- the nerve is dead. He has very good immunity in general. He's a big guy, doesn't feel the pain. While other people, you kind of say good morning and the tooth already start to hurt. I'm just joking, but sometimes. Or actually the opposite. Oh, my tooth has been hurting me for two weeks. And then they come to the office. No, the tooth is good now. I'm, I'm fine. I think it's the white tooth. Uh, it's the white coat syndrome. Anyway, uh, so please, if you have a dental infection, please have that take, you know, have it treated. Do your six-month checkups and cleanings. They're important. Have some x-rays taken. We're not there just to take x-rays for no reason. Please have some x-rays taken because, as I said, We can do a very good clinical exam, but without x-ray, it's not complete. The exam is not complete, okay? I really hope you uh, enjoyed this. I know it wasn't really fun, but I mean, sometimes you have to pull the trigger. Sometimes you have to really tell the people about what they really should be doing and kind of push them to really get it done. As I said, if you don't want to get the treatment for a finance, you know, financial problem, just get the tooth pulled. Have it pulled. Don't live with broken roots or broken teeth in your mouth. You don't have to do that. Please. Okay? And share this with everybody. Um, it's a big message. I really hope um, you learned something from today's episode. And um, don't forget, if you... Take care of your teeth, and I really mean it this time, they will take care of you. Until then, keep smiling with Dr. Saad. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to our weekly podcast. This show wouldn't really be possible without you. If you are a fan of the show, please leave us a comment on Instagram at rodwasad underscore DMD. The link is in the show notes. Until our next episode, remember, if you take care of your teeth, Your teeth will take care of you. Keep smiling with Dr. Saad.